Welcome to season two of the agency's podcast, The Comment. I'm Sarah. And I'm Matt. We're your new hosts this season, Marissa and Brooke. We hope we make you proud. Comment is a podcast started by the students at the University of Florida, student-led strategic communications firm, the agency. It serves to bridge the gap between students and professionals in the communications field through the use of student testimonials, guest speakers, and research. We will touch on a wide range of topics, ranging from emotional intelligence to gratitude in the workplace. Tune in for an entertaining yet informational glimpse into what Gen Z has to say about important topics in the communications industry. This episode, we'll be talking about social media's influence on Gen Z and millennial voter turnout and overall awareness about voting. You're listening to the Agency's Comment Podcast. I hate to say it as a college student, but I do have a busy schedule. I know a lot of other people that I work with have a busy schedule. So I feel like social media keeping us up to date with this information is super important because it does remind me and, and it does show me how in simpler terms to make to make it happen. So how do you feel like media influences people's beliefs? One thing that I've noticed that has had a big influence on me is when people story things from other accounts, I learn a lot and see a lot of educational things that I wouldn't have necessarily seen without that feature. And Instagram stories weren't a feature in 2016 when the 2016 election was occurring. So, which I barely even thought about that before, but that's how I get most of my content now is seeing other people's Instagram stories. And from that, I go and follow those accounts. Yeah, just seeing that all the time on stories and, you know, like a lot of accounts that I follow, you know, public figures or student organizations at the University of Florida have made a lot of informational posts that go up on stories. And I know that's something that you kind of see all the time just in passing on social media, something you quickly check. It's kind of like, even if you don't open it all the way, it's always on the forefront or maybe even the back burner of your mind. But yeah, it definitely helps people who know they want to vote but don't necessarily know how. Especially because of corona, just everything is being put out on social media because the candidates aren't as able to go promote themselves, meeting people face-to-face. It's more so distance and especially since they know Gen Z is such a huge potential impact on the election that they're trying to push stuff via social because they know that people our age are checking Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat 24-7. Yeah, and I I think that's really convenient. And before we get into the nitty-gritty for the rest of this podcast, I would like to share a little story time with our listeners (laughs) about my, my personal voting story, I guess, so to say. Back when I was a senior in high school, I was able to register to vote in my school cafeteria, which is actually pretty cool. And I didn't really know when I wanted to because obviously we're all the way for college. And so thankfully, Sarah here (laughs) got me motivated and ready to vote. And I decided the best option for me was to go in person. So I happened to be home during the week this past week. I quickly jogged into the city courthouse and I was the first in line. There was nobody in line, maybe maybe one more person in front of me. And I think I was finished within 10 minutes and exited. And yeah, I voted for the president for 2020. I love that for you. <laughs> 
I think that also speaks volumes as to like hearing those stories on social media and seeing posts regarding that, why so many people our age are more interested in voting than in past elections, just because they realize how easy it actually is by seeing Instagram lives of maybe their favorite influencer or celebrity talking about how easy it is to vote and other accounts they follow seeing that. According to Time Magazine, there are 15 million young Americans that have turned 18 since the 2016 election, which speaks volumes even further about how influential Gen Z will be in this election. Yeah, I think the impact we have is so great. And it's sometimes discouraging when people express that they don't want to vote. You know, if we if we have a voice, then why not? Yeah, I also think it's really empowering to see so many people in our age group voting and caring so much about it. It also, I feel like, really goes against a lot of preconceived notions that Gen Z is all of disconnected and everything but when i think on the flip side of it actually yeah and you know like like you were saying the harvard youth poll um, found that younger voters traditionally low turnout may be different this fall 63 percent of respondents aged 18 to 29 said they would be definitely voting compared to 47 percent in 2016. Yeah, exactly. I feel like our age group has been so much more active and aware, at least to the public and via social media, encouraging their peers to vote and shamelessly doing so. And you know, there's such a huge influx of information. I notice every time I open up Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, it includes banners and notifications that redirect users to the voting information on each separate app. What I think is awesome about the Instagram thing as well is it just makes information so easily accessible opposed to having to Google something or find out this information yourself. Because on Instagram, you have to exit out of the banner that says to check your registration every time that you go on the app. So you almost have to avoid it to not look into it. And the development of social media since the 2016 election has had such an influence because banners like that and then the different pop-up things on Snapchat, they weren't a thing before. Also on Instagram, the Instagram stories. And then even on your own profile picture, I've seen this on a few accounts, you can put a voting sticker just to let your followers know that you're voting and involved and to encourage them to do so as well. I even posted like on my personal Instagram, Sarah, you know, um, a picture of me after I voted and had the word vote in my caption and Instagram added a separate banner below that that kind of redirects people to Instagram's voting information center. It lays it all out for you, planning your vote, vote by mail, vote early in person, or obviously November 3rd. So yeah, you have no option to stay out of the loop, really. Yeah, definitely. And also a huge part of what people see on Instagram has to do with who they're following and the algorithm is made up of suggested posts depending on what they've liked, who they follow, um, what posts they've interacted with. So people will see different information, but following accounts such as Nike and Complex and Shit You Should Care About and So You Want to Talk About, those are all accounts that are heavily followed and have a huge fan base. And they're, those posts are going to be seen regardless if you're looking to see voting information. So, yeah, and I didn't even, we didn't even get to the point, Sarah, of your personal voting journey. 
Well, yeah. So I am from Pennsylvania and I actually had to request an absentee ballot because I'm registered in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and that's where I would like my vote to be counted. So I requested the ballot and I received it in the mail. I was so nervous to fill it out because I was nervous about smudging it, all of that stuff, not checking the right boxes, etc. So then I mailed it in actually about two weeks ago. And luckily, Pennsylvania makes the process very easy. So then I just took that to a mailbox, dropped that off, and you're actually able to track it online as well. You can type in your name and track your ballot to see if it's been received, which I think is a really cool way to make sure that your ballot is being received. So that was my little fun experience voting. Yeah, straight to the mailbox. I think, the mailbox. you know, if Sarah can walk her ballot to the mailbox, you know, we have on the Instagram, I am a voter, this post about Kate Rubens actually voted from space. NASA astronaut Kate Rubens voted from space on Thursday. She voted with a secure electronic ballot using a makeshift voting booth in the International Space Station. Kate told the Associated Press, I think it's really important for everyone to vote. That that just goes to show that, you know, everyone is so all in for this. She didn't even vote on Earth. So, <laughs> One of my favorite campaigns, actually, that I've seen is Nike's campaign about voting. For example, they just sent out a thing a few days ago that said, you can't stop sport. And then over the sport, it says our voice and then the Nike swoosh underneath it. And then it says, get out the vote. And it says sport is about playing for something greater than ourselves. The 2020 election is here and we're playing for the future. Get informed, get involved, get out the vote. That short paragraph itself gets me like emotional and makes me feel empowered. And all of these campaigns are getting very positive feedback from people. And I think that's awesome. I don't know why you were saying, when you were saying that, I thought of a little, a funny little moment from when I, I was voting last week. My sister was in the car with me when I was on the way. She was like, yeah, did you hear like Ryan Reynolds voted for the first time? And I was like, it caught me off guard. I was like, he's definitely what? not young. <laughs> so I was like, very confused. Ryan Reynolds, that's like really weird. No, it's because he's Canadian. <laughs> so it's even more of a cool story because it, it was it was his it was his first opportunity now in the U.S. Um, to vote with his wife Blake Lively. So yeah, that's so, so cute though. I know I was so caught off guard. I was like, I've I've voted before him, but no, he almost. I mean, sorry, yeah, almost. Not necessarily his fault. You know who the most motivating celebrity for me was during the season? Sarah Shear who, when I mentioned that I wanted to go in person for early voting, told me, if you're going to early vote, you better do it soon. So yeah. I was so touched. You just called me a celebrity. Yeah. I mean, if you can inspire me, I feel like this podcast that we have, that'll do the job as well. Matt, that just made my day. <laughs> U.S. local celebrity, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah from the agency. Yeah, so to to kind of bring this full circle, I think looking at the timeline up until now, there has been a constant level of conversation about it. But I think just the the amped up um, use of social media in all all perspectives. I I don't think it was as you know as much as I was it was brought to my attention you know now. And I I think it's really cool to know that going forward, you know, the 2024 election, you know, where it's going to go. What I think is cool now as well is 
seeing all the media's public pressure from this campaign just sh kind of shows to us that elections never will be the same in the future and that the media will have a huge presence and impact in elections. So looking forward, if you guys haven't voted, I look forward to seeing you guys post about voting on Tuesday. Social media is a part of our culture. Why not make sure it has a positive impact? We hope you guys continue to tune in for the rest of season two of The Comment, a place where students and professionals gather to discuss current events and key topics in the communications industry. Listen to us on your next morning jog. See ya.